You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here. Thank you for tuning in to The Benchcast. We've got another great episode for you today, but before we get into that, if it's your first time listening to this podcast, I'm Coach Ben. I'm a professional powerlifting coach and bench presser. I've amassed an 820-pound bench press in my career. I have the fortunate pleasure of coaching lifters across the globe through our online coaching program. I'm really glad you decided to join in today. we got a great episode. Like I said, we're talking about how to develop stability in the bottom of your bench. Stability and control, you know, two words that really go hand-in-hand hand with each other. If you're stable, you have control. All right, you want to have good stability and control because ultimately you're going to be able to control your bar groove much more effectively. You're going to have a lot more power into the bar. All right, that's critical. All right, so you're going to have more stored energy, more power to deliver into the bar, and you're also going to be more direct with that force you're creating. So stability and control is huge. And we talk about the, the major players in stability and control. Everyone wants to, to think if they fail on the chest, that you know, automatically blame goes to the chest oftentimes. Right? If you're down at chest level and you don't get that bar moving, you don't have good control, oftentimes we're real quick to jump on, hey, it's the chest fault. we got to build up the chest to do a shit ton of exercises, drills for the chest. When that might not be the case, one, it might be a technical deal, all right? So if we are able to develop that stability in the bottom, right, that's where that additional power comes in, all right? Now we're loading better. We're loading that weight into our back better. Uh, so we're going to have that additional strength. What it really comes down to, in my opinion, is having a strong back. You know, you always heard the term big back, big bench. And in fact, I even did an article on that through Elite FTS about a few years back. And I talk about how to develop back strength specifically for the bench press. But on the other side of things, how to actually utilize that back strength. Because if you have a big, strong back, but you don't know how to use it, then it doesn't really mean much. If you use your back very effectively, but it's not very strong, it doesn't really mean much. So you have to uh, be technically sound with what you're doing with your back strength and have enough back strength. Um, so that's really where stability and control, you know, that's the back is really where you want to key in on your back strength and primarily looking to spend more time down at that bottom position. All right. You know, we're quick to, you know, jump on training the chest and doing all these other motions, but we're not very quick to just spend more time down there. And, you know, that's why with all our athletes, I'm very, very adamant about them pausing all their bench work and especially doing some you know, tight-to-the-shirt type of pauses. So not letting that bar deload at all, pretty much like we're doing a low spoto press or what I say a t-shirt press where you're just touching the hairs of your t-shirt but not your chest. And we want to adopt that point as, as where we're going to pause the bar or every time we bench and to get a good pause we do a lot of extended pause work we do a lot of pause uh, you know comp pause off the chest 
you know, nothing's really touch and go unless we're doing speed work and we're trying to work that quick reversal strength. So uh, that's going to be real critical. It's just spending more time down at chest level. But, you know, some of the exercises that I, I like a lot uh, for stability and control, getting back to it, I uh, want to share some different drills and things that I like uh, to bring this up. And a lot of it is back isometric holds. All right. So, yeah, you can do your big heavy rows and all that to gain strength. But in terms of de developing your stability, spending more time owning in on that bottom position of what you're doing there. All right, you want to do back iso holds. So we're talking about seated row holds. You can set up a reverse band uh, bench press. So uh, that's a row. You set a, a bar suspended by bands from the top of a power rack, and you row the bar down to chest level. And you could either do that for reps, which is difficult, or you could do that for a hold. And what we're keying in on today is primarily doing bench holds. One of my favorites is doing a seated row hold uh, band tension. Okay, I like band tension for a lot of these stability holds. Um, get a whatever you have a PVC, thread it through a band. All right, sit back, and then you want to puff your chest just like you're getting into a bench arch. You want to lock your shoulder blades back and down, and you want to adopt the same grip to the bar that you're going to use with your bench press so it's very specific and then you're going to row that bar into the chest try to keep that contact which is difficult especially if you're doing 20 30 seconds with enough tension that bar wants to separate from you and get tired but being able to hold that bar to chest level that builds a lot of stability and control all right we're doing exercises such as like the seal row doing that for holds you know, doing some of your big back movements for holds instead of reps. Just get that bar up to that um, finished position and just hold it for time and just work on bringing more emphasis to it. Working that back, squeezing the shit out of it. Okay. So seal rows, another great one because it's so bench specific. It just It's reverse of a bench press. You're on your belly instead of your back. Something I like to do with those max tension seal rows so where max tension work comes in so you think of a plank right you could hold the plank for 60 seconds you know it's a challenge but um you know it's totally doable uh, a minute plank is not a big deal all right because you're just kind of hanging out in the position now if you really work to squeeze in that position and bring as much force to it as possible so in a plank it would be driving your elbows which are planted to the floor down towards your feet and then your feet towards your elbows and really trying to crunch the shit out of your abs, right? And, and bring a lot of tightness to that. <clears throat> you might only do 10 seconds. That's going to be a challenge to get 10 seconds. <clears throat> so you can see, just by changing your intensity, you're either going to get 10 seconds out of a plank or you're going to get 60 seconds out of a plank, okay? So same type of thing applies when we're talking about some of these rows, Right, we don't want to just get to that end position. We want to squeeze as hard as possible. So when we're talking like a max tension seal row, one movement that I really like, we're thinking ten seconds or so. That's it. All right, same duration that we might have like a big equipped bench, a little less for a raw lifter. 
but you're going to hold that bar up to the bottom of that pad for 10 seconds. But not only that, you're going to squeeze the shit out of it. Like you're trying to break that bar around the pad and trying to bend the bar like you would when you bench press. All right, so that's really, really critical is that we bring enough intensity to what we're doing because that's going to really allow us to get more out of these lifts. Okay, if we just rode that bar up to the bottom of the pad and kind of chilled out with it, yeah, that's not going to do it for us. But So you don't need much weight with the max tension seal rows. You can do like an empty bar if you want. I'll usually throw like a quarter or a plate on there just for some weight. But you want to create your own force despite the weight. You know, you're still trying to bring max effort. And it's how you should approach your warm-ups too on the bench press. Right, thinking about warming up on the bench press, I'm always like bring 100% to what you're doing. So even if you're working with an empty bar, your leg drive should not be 50%. You no, know, it should be 100%. Your back tightness shouldn't be 70%. It should be 100%. Your bar speed shouldn't be 70%. It should be 100%. Everything, high intensity, everything like it's max effort. That's going to get you better. That's going to develop that stability and control. You got to fix how you're emphasizing these lifts first and foremost. Okay. Another interesting thing I like to do um, that I started doing about a year back, a couple years back now maybe, is taking about a 50% weight. So about 50% your max. Say you're a 400 pound bencher, you take about 200 pounds or so. And you're going to do a very long extended pause. So we're talking about a 10 second pause at chest level. So you have enough weight that, you know, you have to respect it. You have to be in a good position. But it's light enough that you can hold that weight down there for 10 seconds. Not a big problem. Right? And then just bring as much intensity as you can to it. I do warn you, if you do this in a commercial gym, you're going to get some looks. A lot of people might run over to you. Uh, that's where I started doing this commercial gym because you can't really load up much weight because it's just so unstable. And, you know, so I was like, all right, let's flip the switch on this. This bench already sucks horribly. I'm already rocking side to side. So let's take a weight out, light enough weight, took out about two plates, and let's just hang out down there in the bottom position, just try to bring a lot of uh, intensity to that position. And that's when I started doing these, and it, it seemed like it had a very good payoff. I was training for a raw bench at the time, and uh, yeah, it felt like it had a huge payoff to my stability and control. So... Uh, that is an exercise that I adopted from that. Flipped the switch on it. Said, "Hey, we're just gonna do a very long extended pause and just work that intensity." You know, so uh, that's something that I like to see our athletes do if they're having issues with this controlling bar path. Take a fifty percent weight and just hold that there for about ten seconds and just squeeze the shit out of it and bring as much intensity as you can to that position. All right, so that's another interesting one. Some of the banded drills that I like to do, lying lat pullover hold. Just had an athlete in the other day. He was working on doing a lot of these stability holds with the bands. Um, it seemed to have a good payoff for him. So we did the lying lat pullover hold, which you can set that up in one or two ways. You can lie on the floor and have a band attached to a power rack, and then you know the bars behind you or the PVC, whatever you're using, and then you're just going to... Do a lying lap pullover from above your head 
down into bench position. So you're not going to go lower. You're not going to bring that bar down to your belly or anything. You're going to hold it in that bench position right where you start the bench. Okay. So you need enough tension pulling that bar from behind. Or you can do this on the bench press. You think about it like this. You're laying on the bench. Someone puts a band around the middle of the bar, um, you know, and then applies tension. So in order to get that bar out, you have to drag it out with your lats. It's a pullover motion. All right. So that's a very valuable exercise if you just hold that at the starting position and just work on bringing as much stability and control as you can to that high intense bending of the bar squeezing your back all those things need to be in play you just spend more time in that position which is what we're looking for the other thing i've been doing a lot with is what i deem the big bend holds so this is a great stability exercise this is what i use in my warm-ups and sometimes i even do it as accessories uh, but mostly in the warm-ups because it's a great primer. Uh, get on the floor. You, know, you can set this up one or two ways. A power rack, if you have band pegs, you just thread the, the band from one end to the other so it crosses through the rack. All right, load to the floor. Or you can set up in the bench. Like I have a bench unit with band pegs. We could take a band, put it around each band peg, and thread it over the top of the safeties or whatever you have. All right, so... You're scooting your body underneath the band. It is low to the floor. And you're going to get into a good kind of bench position here, arch up. And then with one hand, you're going to press that band up. Okay, so now that band's loading you down. It wants to snap you back to the floor. So it's like you have a bar in your hands. And just with one arm, we're going to work individually here first. You're going to lock out. All right, you're pretending you're assuming that bench starting position. And then you're just going to try to drive down into the floor and lock up that lat, get very tight through the scaps. And we're only going to hold this tension for about 10 seconds. Because again, it's not just about keeping the band up. It's about bringing in as much intensity to the band as possible, trying to twist into the band, create that bend in the, in the band, how you do it in the bar. Um, then we're going to do the other side, and then we do both arms at the same time. And that's very relative to what you're doing when you're, when you're benching. Okay, both arms, squeezing that bar, bending into it. All right, so those are all great drills that I utilize uh, for trying to build some stability and control. Okay, how do you know if you aren't great at having stability and control? Well, your bar path probably going to be all over the place. You're probably not going to have a very consistent touch point. Or, you know, you'll see if someone does a spoto press right off the chest, and you see that bar drift a lot, you know, up and down, kind of moving around, can't seem to just lock the bar into place, that's an issue. All right, so that's a telltale sign right there. Um, if there's bar groove issues, or if someone just gets stapled right off the chest, probably isn't much loading there. You got to look at that. You know, it might be that they're just weak down there. They do need to develop their chest a bit. They do need to uh, you spend more time down there, but... If they're just getting stapled to that, that bottom position, you should check your stability and control. You, know, you just might not be loading the bar into your back very well. Um, therefore, you're not going to get much of that stretch reflex. So those are some exercises that I love to utilize. Uh, hope you guys can take away from this and start throwing those into your training. If you have any questions on how to develop your stability in the bench press or if you want to just shoot me an email and let me know what kind of issue you're having, I'd love to help you out. You can email me at coachben at bigbenches.com. 
you know, I'll definitely, um, you know, answer you. And if you want to send me a video, I'm more than happy to help out there too. Uh, but hopefully you can take away from this, guys. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Remember, if you could share this with just one friend, it helps grow the podcast tremendously. We're on Spotify, iTunes, and every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, we do Bench Talk Live. And I answer your live questions on YouTube, Instagram. We go for about an hour or so. And then uh, each Thursday, I try to drop a smaller topic episode, um, which you're hearing right now. So thank you for everyone tuning in. Really appreciate it. And I'll catch you next time. Are you frustrated with your training progress? I get it. I've been there, and I've also helped numerous athletes break their plateaus. I'd like to invite you to a cost-efficient way of joining our Big Benches team, the VIP membership. Through joining our exclusive team group hosted via Facebook, you'll receive access to everything you need to see big progress in your training. Access all of our program templates for free, coach and critique sonlifts, and exclusive video tips on how to improve technique. Not to mention, all members receive a 15% lifetime discount to our store. Need new wraps, sleeves, apparel? It's all there. Join the VIP membership today by visiting bigbenches.com. Look forward to having you on the Big Benches team.